the College Planning Edge. Multiply your odds of getting into your dream college and get your hands on thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships. Brought to you by Lockwood College Prep, helping college-bound families get the edge in college admissions, financial aid, scholarships, and test prep. Hi, it's Andy Lockwood from Lockwood College Prep, and what follows is the audio of a live stream that Pearl and I did on our Facebook page covering the latest updates and trends regarding the impact of coronavirus on college, namely financial aid, admissions, SAT and ACT prep, and more. So for our latest updates, go to that page, facebook.com slash Lockwood College Prep, or you can, or and, you can go to our website, LockwoodCollegePrep.com, where we store a lot of information, including the latest live streams on video. Thanks a lot for listening, and stay healthy and safe, please. Here we go. College, coffee, and COVID talk. COVID-19. Hello, Pearl. Hello, Andy. Hi, everyone. Welcome. It's been a while since we were on our Facebook page together. For some reason, we stopped College Talk Tuesday, probably because you were busy doing work. Yes. Um, but now we're back in these changing, challenging, interesting times and want to say welcome to everyone. So hello. Hope you're enjoying a cup of Joe. I, how was your, did I make your tea? Lovely. Did I Perfect. do it correctly? I did. You sure did. It was. Thank you. Oh, good. Well, cheers. I'm grateful. So you can see that um, Pearl and I are not um, practicing social distancing. Um, from each other right but at large we are we understand our our responsibility i've noticed a little emotional distancing from you something up with that none okay all right good so um check in and see who is with us today it's kind of hard for us to do this um at the same time ellen said she is hi ellen hello ellen and okay so it looks like we are going live. I see there's nine or so people so far, which is great. So today we're going to be talking about some of the turbulent uh, and change tur- turbulent times changes, what we can expect, what we can hope. Oh, there's Leslie. Hello, Leslie. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while. Good. I need to definitely hear what's going on in the, in the household there. So um, some of the stuff that's on top on tap for today besides your questions, are admissions decisions. When are they coming? Uh, when are the housing deposits due? I think we're going to be seeing some changes. Already have. Status of refunds, um, general financial aid stuff, including student loans, mm-hmm. uh, negotiating, what that's, you know, how COVID is changing the negotiation landscape. Uh, all right, Jane is here. Hello, Trish, Emma, Lori. And Chris, good, nice. All right, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Uh, what about visiting schools? How do you do that? So we're going to be uh, talking about all this, all this stuff right now. But if you guys have questions, this is your your opportunity to. Because look, what the hell else you have to do? You can't go to the office, right? Might as well listen uh, to us, Leslie. I don't think you're billing a client at the same time as you're watching us. Um, but we are recording this, so don't say don't say anything incriminating. So, um, all right. So let's talk about let's talk about the money stuff first. 
So uh, what are you seeing right now in financial aid in terms of awards coming back? Are there any delays or any surprises, any non-surprises? And then talk a little bit you sure. know, about anything else like okay. student loans. Of course. Well, uh, I would say that everything as what has normally been expected in the past has kind of come to a halt. Uh, I know, for example, many schools have just, everything is on a, this is not news to anyone, but on a let's wait and see where we're heading because this is not a problem that is solved or is the solution figured out yet. And therefore we don't know how long this interruption into all our lives will continue. And, and of course it's permanent lasting changes that are likely to happen after this. But um, just, just how much of an interruption that, in, in, into your life has it been? Well, not much. <laughs> right. Pearl has been practicing. People have joined my life, my yeah. way of life. Yeah, you've been practicing quarantining for a couple of years couple now. A couple years, yes. Work, working from home 99% of the I've, time. I've been calling my dogs, my coworkers for some time now. Yeah. So I'm you're a pioneer. trendsetter. Yeah. Um, but what I've seen so far in terms of this year's 2020 graduates, uh, high school graduates, I see already that some schools have pushed back the housing deposit commitment from May 1st to at least June 1st. And I would expect like we've seen different institutions close their doors, change their policies. This will continue and certainly trend this way. I cannot imagine that anybody's housing deposit soon will be due May 1st when traditionally um, do. So that's definitely a change to look out for. Obviously, well, let me just let me just interrupt. So, so this, you know, master of the obvious, Andy stepping in here. The reason for that is because traditionally this time pushing into April is really a very busy time for college visits, not not only for juniors, you know, class of 2021 and, and younger kids thinking about, um, you know, where they're bu building their college list, but also for seniors as they make their final decisions. Um, because you know this this is a, there's a lot of pressure right uh, typically this time of year not only on the kids to make decisions as they find out where they've gotten in but also on the colleges to enroll people mm -hmm. uh, so I think that um, this year it's gonna cut it's, you know it's, it's just amplified in, in both directions but but bear in mind if you have a senior right now the colleges are going to be uh, very uptight and anxious about hitting their enrollment targets. And frankly, a lot of them are not going to be hitting their enrollment targets, particularly as parents and uh, you know families in general start questioning the value of spending $78,000 a year for a certain school. So it's gonna be, uh, that's not an right. elite school, even if it is. So it's gonna be very interesting. I think there's going to be um, more negotiating. I think there's gonna be more begging by colleges. I think families think, are in the driver's I, seat I and, and schools you. are going to be folding too. I think there's going to be some schools that can't can't take it anymore. I think that trend is going to be accelerated. It's, been, it's been happening. It's been happening anyway before any of this hit, certainly for the smaller institutions uh, that have this, this was, they were basically on life support and this was just the push they, they needed, unfortunately, that will cause them to close their doors altogether. So on that note, I was just wondering, college guru, expert, Andy Lockwood. Do you think this potentially could relax some of the admission standards hmm. for the schools because they are going to really be desperate to getting people in? Interesting question. Um, I wish we'd prepared for this ahead in our, in our uh, five hour long production meeting that happened 30 seconds before we went on the air. 
No, I, I think that's a great question. I, I think, um, you know, first of all, in general, college is just not that hard to get into. I mean, there's about 4,000 colleges out there, maybe a little bit more than half or four-year schools. Uh, only about 80 or 90 admit 50% or less. So the vast majority of, of schools are very easy to get into. And I think that um, the elite schools, you know, the top 20, 40-ish uh, maybe a few more, those are still going to be super hard to get into. I don't see those admissions rates changing, but um, I, I do see colleges scrambling around and cutting deals. Um, you know, it, before the uh, coronavirus happened, there was, um, there was a, a Department of Justice investigation into whether colleges colluded with each other. You ever heard that word? Yes. <laughs> used to be a criminal prosecutor, remember? Oh, I thought I was talking about the news. So I'm talking <laughs> about Trump. Oh, God. Sorry. No one talks about Trump on Facebook. I forgot the rules. So uh, so in response to that, because colleges have sort of the, it was a codified, um, uh, not even a best practices, but a codified rules of how you operate as a college where they were forbidden to participate in certain competitive activities, such as when someone puts in a housing deposit, all the marketing by other colleges should stop. Now, in response to this, uh, not, not now, I guess about uh, four months ago or five months ago, in response to that investigation, that's all out the window. They scrapped that, those rules and made those sort of like suggestions. So now combine, that combined with the coronavirus um, yeah. you know, stuff that's happening that's making it harder for colleges to enroll kids, I think it's going to be a banner year for negotiating and cutting deals yes. and playing hardball not that colleges have unlimited budgets, right? I think they're they're under tremendous budgetary pressure uh, in general. I think they are, but now, you know, in, in the face of probably some some declining enrollments, um, demands for refunds, which, which we have started to see. Yeah. I've only stumbled across one college so far, Amherst College, that has voluntarily offered to return the funds for the unused room and board after they sent everyone home. But right. I think there's a real you know, legal argument, a contractual argument that it's an unjust enrichment if you're charging for room and board. Yes. Um, right on its face. But, but I, okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna put us both on the spot here. Here we are two former practicing attorneys. I was a corporate attorney, so I looked at a lot of contracts. We've uh, got two kids in college and two on the way. I have never read the fine print of the room and board or whatever we sign right. for that. I think we just like send the money. Yeah. Um, there may be some kind of, I don't know, is there some sort of like act of God, you know, force majeure clause in is. there that says you were not, you know, if, if there, if there's an earthquake, you still have to pay us. Right. So I there don't know. Could I, be. Yeah. They probably have some pretty good, good lawyers, those college institutions. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so, so far the only school that I've stumbled across is Amherst college voluntarily giving some refunds. But if any of you guys have um, who are with us today, if you've heard stuff or you have questions, you know, lob them in here. We're going to be going through those. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of chat, which is which is awesome. No, oh, we have a lot of people on. We have uh, sixty nine people on. Interesting. Um, don't you have homes? Don't you have jobs? They're all in them. <laughs> right. Looking for what to do. Oh yeah, right. I know. I should have brought a tambourine. <laughs> um, so anyway, and I, and I also have seen some. Um, signs of um of increased financial aid to help you know people who, who are eligible for need-based aid to travel back home and uh, there was also a story that i saw about work study mm -hmm. federal work study 
even if kids um, can't perform the work study jobs that they were awarded at school, whether on campus or off campus, they're still entitled to payments under the work study program. Um, but the devil's in the details and the details don't specify for how long those payments are going to continue. Right. So that's up in the air also, but I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, I imagine much will be speculative because I, I have scoured <laughs> to read articles, but nobody knows what the, the outcome and the longevity of this thing is going to be. So people are, we're, you know, very, are not really saying anything until we know more about how long we're looking at this situation. Talk about um, student loans. So um, what has happened. I'm sorry, is it student loans or is it just federal loans? It says federal student loans okay. Okay. have, um, they're, they're halted. So it's not that the loan goes away, but the, the you're halted from the interest payments on it. And I they have st stayed quiet as to what that means, if anything, as to the parent plus loans. Um, so far, I have not ha read anything conclusive about any changes to the parent plus loan obligation, although I imagine that that will come at some point once we know a little bit more of how long everything is going to be lasting. Good, all right, so I see a lot of questions coming in here. Um, so let's see, that's one of them I was going to talk about, which was visiting. So, um, clearly not a good time to visit colleges. <laughs> um, You're definitely not going to be seeing them how they're ordinarily going to be. And therefore it's not going to be a time to really evaluate. Right. But there's two reasons at least to, vi to visit colleges. One, one of them is of course, to help you make your decision and to look at the rock climbing wall and the lazy rivers. And uh, maybe a class, you know, something like that. But the other reason um, that people visit is is to demonstrate interest. And, uh, and just briefly, I feel, I mean, we talk about this all the time, so I apologize if, if you've heard this before. For, but for those of you who aren't quite clear on what that means, it's very hard for colleges to know whether they admit someone they're gonna actually show up. And if the ratio of people that admitted versus show up is too large, that yield is what it's called, is, is too great, that's very bad for the college on a number of fronts. Um, but there's other ways to demonstrate interest. But there's other ways to visit colleges. There, there are virtual uh, tours or virtual ways to visit colleges. Most of them have stuff posted on their own individual websites, um, which has the added benefit is if you log in first, they'll track you. There's no privacy. So don't, you know, this is not the time to be concerned about privacy because you want it to work in your favor. Uh, they will track that you've been on the website. So that's a way to demonstrate interest. Um, there's a couple of, um, maybe you can put this in in, in your, mm -hmm. um, sure. on your phone there. So there's uh, three um, websites that do virtual tours. One is called University, Y-O-U, University, as opposed to U, the letter U. So university.com. Excuse me. Another one, got that? Mm -hmm. Another one is called uvisit.com, Y-O-U-V-I-S-I-T.com. And the third one is uh, campusreel.org. -E I think those are right. So university.com, uvisit.com, and campusreel.org. But to demonstrate interest, getting back to that, anytime you get an email from a school that you're interested in, I would not only click on that, I would go to the, you know, the landing page and then click around the site for a few minutes just to demonstrate interest. That's one of the best things you can do um, and staying and stay virus free at the same time. Uh, 
other things you can do are when you get an email and they're asking you a question, you can respond to that question. You can email the admissions people directly, um, preferably with a question that's not just obviously manufactured. You know, it could be about your major, it could be about, um, you know, is it possible to set up a time to speak to a department head or whatever. Bottom line is we're in the world of big data, they're tracking everything. Um, now that we're all quarantined or self-quarantined or whatever, this is a, it's, it's actually an opportunity to take matters into your own hands because this is one of the few things that are completely within your control is the ability to demonstrate interest this way at least. And then once you know the um, uh, everything sort of subsides and visits start happening again and local uh, presentations start happening again, and China releases its uh, vaccination that they've been withholding from us or whatever. Is that really what's happening? Okay. Every, um, everyone's um, just a conspiracy can theory. Believe whatever they yeah, exactly. Believe. Right, right. Um, then then we'll funky, funky data out there. <laughs> that, well, I don't know if that's data. That's just a conspiracy theory conjecture. But um, once all that stuff happens, then you can you know sort of redouble your efforts to demonstrate interest, but also visit campuses because you know it, it is important. I mean, I, I my thing my thing about college visits is that there, you should do them because you never know what, what you're going to discover. But there's not that much difference from campus to campus in general in terms of the types of kids who go there. The the you know the the uh, courses you know there's a lot more similarities and differences, but um, you know, if you've never seen a place and it's ugly and you're like, I can't stand this, I think that's one data point to consider whether you should attend that that school or not. But there's other ways to demonstrate interest. Absolutely. Want to um, go through some of these questions? Sure. Okay. A lot of cues. See if we have some A's. All right. So Leslie, Jane, Trish, Emma, Lori, Chris. Uh, Leslie's admitting to. No, I won't say that. Um, Lori, I'm not picking on Leslie. Uh, gosh, I'm not picking on Leslie. Leslie, Leslie loves this. Leslie eats this stuff up. Um, if you met her husband, you would, you know, you would see why. This is like a walk in the park for her. Um, all right, Nicole, Sharon, Tony, Ann, nice, Carol. All right, let's get to some questions here. Um, all right, Lori, will you be talking about how this is going to affect class of 2021? I, I think it's going to be um, different. <laughs> yeah, it's going to affect things by being different. Now, I, I think it's um, it's it's unclear right now. I do feel that there there will be delays. Maybe maybe they'll push back the early decision or early action deadlines. Um, perhaps the, they'll perhaps they will increase testing opportunities instead of just once every other month or once every month depending right. on the test. Um, <clears throat> so that that may increase. Yeah, actually, we are. I didn't prepare this ahead of time. Let me see if I can do this. We're. Um, so, so the next SAT and ACT looks like it's going to be in June. Not so they've like blown off May, um, rightfully so, and now um, it's going to be June. Um, we are offering. I should just put this here. We are offering a um, free um, sort of preview class for tenth and eleventh graders um, this Friday tomorrow at um, five o'clock. So I'm trying to find that page we I'm know you're not doing right anything here. better so. well that's the thing like why not get a jump on yeah. it it's, it's free you know who cares even if you got um, a ninth grader that's looking for something to do <laughs> might as well well yeah we suggest time, time you know yeah we suggested that time's to, your enemy here. we suggested that to our kid i don't think she's going to go for it our ninth grader no but we do speak often before any of this nuttiness happened with coronavirus about just not but but being as prepared as you can proactive proactively taking the tests as early 
and as often as you can because things happen as we can all see now. Now, whoever was scheduled to take this March test and then and then the May test, those two opportunities have, are gone. So if, if you happen to have a kid who already, if they're an 11th grader, was fortunate to take to have taken the December test, that's good. They've got one logged in the books. I don't know what they're going to do. We all don't in terms of leveling the playing field eventually if these applicants come to the point in time where they're applying and do not have any standardized test uh, well, maybe in their record. Yeah. So so maybe they'll waive them. Maybe some more schools will go test optional in, in the meantime. I think that's possible. Mm -hmm. But to your point, um, we've seen stuff not exactly like this, but we've seen stuff like this in the past. And the problem is when you, you're not proactive to anticipate the unanticipatable, the black swan type of event. Right. So years you mentioned back. the right. ACTs, right? Yes. Did you mention that? Yes. In Roslyn? Yes. A couple yeah. of years back, we had, uh, we, we, but uh, a local high school. Um, Pearl's alma mater. That I happened to graduate from. Yeah. Uh, and the subject of a new lost, Netflix movie, uh, yes, we believe. Indeed. That's yeah. coming out. That'll be fun for everyone to watch. Um, but there, the, the October ACT exam a couple years back, they lost the exams. And 53 so, tests were, right. weren't turned in. We're not turned in. So therefore, that was that. If the, if that was a senior's last bite at the apple. Well, we knew it was for it, it, uh, it was. at least two or three people uh -huh. that we knew. It did have. So we, you know, that was, we had been saying it anyway, but even more so since that time, you have to take them. If you're not ready, you're ready. You're ready. It's you Get have, one under your belt. Get them under your belt. Like get them done. There's not a penalty really in taking them and, and improving your score. Uh, it doesn't take away anything if you have if you don't I, improve your score. You know what? So I got all right. I got I got a text yesterday from um, a junior, um, and what did he say? He said, "Okay, so uh, my April ACT is canceled, as I'm sure you know. Is taking it in July a good idea? Should I wait until next year?" And I was like, "No, take it in July don't because wait. you never know." Right. And that that was really the point. Is that a lot of kids think that oh, I'm not ready to take it. Should I should I put it off? And the answer is. No, because um, the the only the only downside to taking it multiple times is if you have one super low score and another score that's right around there, and all of a sudden you have like a huge uptick. Um, that might be that might look like an anomaly. That's what schools are um, guarding against. That's that's what they want to see. But in general, if you live in an upper middle class, mass affluent or affluent zip code, geographic area, whatever, um, you're expected. To have taken the test multiple times so it's not a big deal if you show them the full range if you went from a 28 to a 33 on the act that's we see that all the time in our tutoring class that's that is actually um you know a normal type of thing right so so be proactive and take even when you're not ready find the time to study doesn't have to be with us it can be with anyone but um take take them before you are fully fully ready if you're not you know if you've never studied at all or you've never had the content like the math content um, and you're not preparing, then you know, then don't take it. But if you're prepping for it, it's a little bit, or you have the time now, especially now, do it. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's one of your first, it's a very good time to take the exam and then see where your actual deficits are instead of working on things that you've already mastered over and over again. So, um, you get some more questions here. Sure. All right. Uh, Lori says, thank you for doing this. Uh, you are welcome. We love doing this stuff, even though I have to convince Pearl every time. You bring so much 
Can you guys tell her how great she is? No. So she no no she's desperate I, to hear it. I, no. She I'm loves not special. the special. Nobody's special. I don't need to hear that. But thank Are you guys. running for for office? Nope. Okay. Uh, all but right, I, Nicole. Pearl, enough about you. Stop. Not, this is. Uh, my daughter is a college senior, sent home until April 13th. Uh, yeah. Graduation isn't canceled yet. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it will be. It, well, we'll see. Mm. Hello to Lori Marino, uh, Ellen Keegan. Hello. Um, <laughs> which schools, Leslie, which schools fall into the on life support and likely to close category? I mean, I know one off the top of my head because we had a student have an issue, but Hampshire College, for example, mm. okay. uh, that was on life support. <laughs> A couple of years ago, and I'm sure something like this will undoubtedly push them over the edge altogether. I would but, have put that school on the do not resuscitate list. Yes, right. <laughs> Amongst <laughs> others. Well, it's usually like these small, you know, liberal arts schools. Um, there's, uh, for example, in uh, my hometown, Newton, Mass., there's two colleges there that merge, Mount Ida and um, what the hell's the other one? Leslie, no. It's not Leslie. That's in, that's in Cambridge. Um, I can't remember. We used to hang out there all the time and not get into parties that we tried to crash. Uh, right in Auburndale. I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, but anyway, okay. but but um, but two of them, you know, two of them are those. It's it's usually those types of schools, the small liberal arts ones. Um, just to, just to intercede, um, we're not exactly at this point in the calendar yet, but come this summer, our eleventh graders will be rising seniors, and we'll need to start thinking about essay topics. And I've already been asked this question by many people. <laughs> yeah. My over, all right. <laughs> don't write about it. Don't write about it. Unless God forbid you or an immediate family member, God forbid, has, has passed away from coronavirus. It's not your personal problem. It's everyone's problem. So don't make it about you. Don't make it about you anyway. <laughs> you know, just nowadays, this. Don't uh, make this about you. All right, so let's see what else here. Uh, Nicole says, my daughter's at Marywood, and they have sent a letter out saying they're in the works for a refund. That's great. Congratulations great. to them. To hear it. I think colleges in general um, have been pretty responsive to this in, in terms of ahead of the curve, personally. Mm -hmm. Do you agree or disagree? That, that what? I think they've been pretty good yes. about being, you know, shutting down and, and being pro uh, proactive. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Um, Jane Sanders, yeah, uh, Hugh. Uh, She's worried about room and board. We'll see. Uh, hello to Luann. We are, yes, we are safe and germ and, and virus free. You Thank know, you. Luann knows I'm very clean. Um, Gettysburg, Sharon uh, Melly says Gettysburg refunding room and board. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Binghamton is still letting kids stay on campus. I don't know if that's, mm. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I, I, I have mixed feelings about that, but um, I don't know if all the students are acting like that. Is Albany doing that? Go home. Yeah, Albany Center went home, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Trish still waiting to hear. Are there delays in notifications because of shutdowns in terms of admissions? I think there's a little bit of delay, but I've, I'm, we're still seeing stuff uh, roll in. We had yeah. a client, Dave, get into uh, Villanova yesterday. I was very happy to hear that. Um, it's just going to be slower because if if half probably. of their workforce has been sent home or more or all or, or what have you, the amount of man and woman power that's required to be responsive to all of yeah. this it has diminished. And so therefore your response time undoubtedly is going to be delayed. Uh, Tony Ann is homeschooling as we speak. I'm sure. Lucky Tony Ann. I've seen Tony Ann post some funny stuff on Facebook, like that, that meme about the uh, 
teacher being arrested for being drunk. So I'm, I'm not casting aspersions, but that's funny. Um, let the kids watch this too. I'm sure they'd be thrilled to watch Pearl and me. Uh, uh, Catherine, suggestions on what to do now that we can't co do college visits. So yeah, so mm -hmm. the, visit the um, the sites that, that Pearl posted and demonstrate interest that we talked about before. Linda, oh, I haven't talked to Linda in a while, Linda uh, Ruggieri. So can you put down deposits on multiple colleges? Um, well, you know, they, they, they tell you not to do that because you're quote unquote taking a spot away from someone else and there's ethical, you know, considerations. I'll give you my two cents on that. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but um, my feeling is that um, you, your first duty of ethics and loyalty is to your own family, not some hypothetical other person whose spot you might be taking, which is highly, highly debatable. So my my answer is, and I'm not judging if you do or you don't. A lot of people put down multiple deposits because they're willing to walk away. Um, I, I don't think there's necessarily a spot you're taking away from someone. I think if everyone did that, maybe that would make it harder for the colleges to know if you were serious about attending or not. But um, and then they may people do it. And I don't, maybe, yeah. But pe people, you know, people do it. I don't judge. I don't know if, if you judge either. I don't think you do. Um, but people do that. that. That is a relatively common practice, even though the co colleges say very specifically, don't do this. And if you go to jail, I will visit you. Maybe I'll bake a cake with a file in it, with appropriate social distancing. Six feet. Are the are the jails clean these days? The jails are getting cleaner because they're <laughs> they're letting people out. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute. All right. That's true. Um, all right. Ellen says a lot of colleges have webinars. Yeah, anything that college offers you, that's it's a good time to just participate in that mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Halid says if anyone wanted to go home, I think that's from Binghamton. They were not. They were given the option. I imagine this is so parents don't ask for a refund for meal plan and housing. Right. Possibly. You're, you're probably right. Gosh, you're cynical. I'm cynical. I'm with you. Um, all right, we lost some people here. All right, I lost some people here. Um, uh, my son took the November uh, SAT. Our Common App essay questions the same year after year after year. I think that's the a essays? little premature to assume that they're the same. The essays right now, yeah. Um, they they can change, but they're they're they don't change that frequently. They may add or subtract one or two, but they're usually the same. Uh, all right. Um, if somebody Karen, late, we had already mentioned, yes, it's very likely already some schools have extended the housing deposit deadline from May 1st, pushed it back to I've seen at least June 1st. And I'm sure like we've seen this will domino effect throughout all the colleges at some point. By the way, if, if you're enjoying this and you want to stay, you know, we're going to be doing these more frequently. Um, th there is a way to uh, notify um to get notified when we go live. I don't know how to do that, but there is a way to do that. So um, if you can't figure that out, just email Mark Zuckerberg or something. He'll help you out. He's our support uh, support guy. Um, so Karen said about deposits, yeah, many would consider it unethical to put down multiple ones, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Prescott, college Facebook groups are naming many colleges refunding portions of unused room and board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tony Ann Maris has canceled Admitted Students Weekend, of course. Most uh, have. Most, yeah, most there, have. I, right. There, there is a website. God, I should have figured that out. There's a website on, um, I think it's on NACAC, the NACAC, the National Association of Collegiate something something, um, where they, they are updating 
stuff real time. Mm -hmm. uh, Simon, hello to Beth. Not me. Nice. We have a special uh, friendship. Okay, that's fine. Um, Campusreal.com, R-E-E-L, right. I don't, I don't know if that's in response to something you posted. Um, are colleges, Lori Badillo, are colleges waiving SATs and ACTs for class of 2021? Um, not yet, but we'll see, right? We'll see, we'll see that. Sure. Um, I think they're going to have to if, not, if, if kids can't take those tests. All right. Uh, hello to Nancy Davidson. All right, good. Oh, Sid Rothstein from Quarantine Central, New Rochelle. Uh, any sense of the schedule for subject tests? Thanks for all the news and especially the humor. Yeah, Sid always encourages my jokes, which I think says something about Sid and me. Um, you both have a sense of humor. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one way. That's not where I was going with that, but yes. Um, yeah, we, we don't know yet. Definitely not. I think, but they have to be either postponed. They're probably, they'll probably be postponed and offered over the summer. It's my guess. Um, Lori reads all the emails. Very, thank you. Very informative. Appreciate it. Um, this is, uh, by the way, we're not posting great tips. Use the downtime to study. For that's, um, that's Chris, you know, who helps us with Facebook, uh, advertising. It's funny. Chris is posting as us. Um, all right, John, do colleges see all scores, only the ones you choose. So, so that varies from school to school. Right. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, each school has its own policy about it. However, even if they see all the scores, it's really not an issue at all, unless you have some crazy anomaly that looks like you're cheating. But steady improvement or you know, plus or minus two or three points on an ACT, the equivalent on the SAT, not a big deal at all. It's assumed that you take the test multiple times. All right, let's, uh, let's, get, let's see here. Uh, a lot more subject test questions. Um, Jack, great question. He's a uh, student of ours. Do you think colleges will accept the individual section scores on the ACT next year? Yeah, I do, because that, that was supposed to be rolled out this spring. So I, I am assuming that they're going to continue with that. I, don't, I haven't heard anything yet. Uh, Jane says that Elon may not be giving refunds. That's just a rumor, so we'll see. I think they're going to have to, honestly. Yep, um, I agree. I just lost it. Okay, here we go. It's With, going to be taken out of their hands and it's going to go higher up on the government food chain and a decision will be made, yeah. is my guess. Yeah. There'll be a lot of pressure. Um, but they they can't afford it either. I mean, that's the other, it's not our problem, but that's just a reality. We'll have to see who the bailouts go to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they have investors. Colleges have investors. Yes, who can, they, you know, they are. But in case you didn't know, they are a business. Um, Sean Garrett, uh, general question I've had for a long time, which colleges are most notorious for not giving generous aid packages? I know NYU is one. What are some others? Hmm. Um, you know, generally, generally it's the state schools that are in and out of whatever state you live in. Those, those are the, the bad ones, but you know, NYU, we hate them for aid, but sometimes we get lucky with them with some, some of our clients. Lehigh, um, Boston College. Yeah, BC's all over the place. They're usually stingy, but we've had clients do really well there also. And and same with Lehigh. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm a little hesitant to to um, call out some of these schools, but we've noticed that uh, uh, Jane hesitant. <laughs> Jane. Well, just because we I have every every example, you there might be three bad examples to one good example for Lehigh. That's true. That's true. And but Elon's been we, pulling money away. I can say, say that. Like Elon has gotten less generous. As they've gotten more yeah. popular. Alabama's gotten less generous. Ditto, as they've mm -hmm. gotten more popular. Yep. 
Um, but generally, it's the liberal arts colleges that are the most generous. They have a high sticker price, but they discount more. The average discount off tuition from a private school is now 52.2%. That's been increasing every year, and this, this year will be no exception. It'll probably be, you know, I'm hoping for a big jump because of everything that's going on with trying to enroll people because exactly. they're targets. Yeah. Right, and of course, this threw everything into a loop, so this is going to be even more true mm. this upcoming year. Okay, um, I'm not Hake or Hacky, uh, Patrick. Any idea when the Common App essay questions will be available? They usually get um, released way in advance of August 1st. I would say um, if they're not available now, I haven't checked. Probably you know by May 1st. So you can just go on Common App or search Common Application essay questions and see if there's anything um, recent. Okay, is there only one topic per year? No. Um, there are, well, the, the topic is really tell me something about yourself that's interesting, but the questions or the prompts, there's usually six or seven each year. And, uh, it, but they're all about you either way. So the topic is the same, but the, but the prompts and the questions are, uh, can differ, but they're usually not that different each year. Um, do you think some schools will go past fail for the last quarter? I heard this from another website. Yeah, I saw, I saw something about that too. Um, I think, it's, I think it's possible. Some schools, not, not all. Um, Catherine CK, is that like Louis CK? Uh, how do we find out who gives money and who doesn't? We went to we went to visit two colleges and then people told us those two don't give money. Well, first of all, I wouldn't rely on those two people. That's not enough of a data <laughs> sample. Um, you know, each each college posts a net price calculator. It's a good starting point. Not perfect, but you can plug in numbers and see what they might give. And that's just regarding need based financial aid. Not always. Actually, what you're I'm saying in terms yeah. of the calculator, but that does, come not, to the mic. that does not address any merit award that may be given to a student. Well, the net price calculator sometimes does actually sometimes does ask for um, GPAs, oh. but they but they but they differ. Some don't. So it's 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 kind of mixed. Um, the College Board website, collegeboard.org, that also has information about average awards. Mm -hmm. So that's a good place to look also. And then we, you know, for, for our clients, we have like a really expensive software that helps us. And even that's not perfect, but it gives us a good idea. Um, and then we always try to negotiate too. So even if a college doesn't give a good offer initially, you know, sometimes we can bump it up a little bit, sometimes a lot, a lot bit. Um, yep. Okay, KJ, uh, will colleges extend? Yeah, you answer that. Will they extend the May 1st acceptance deadlines? M many have, we expect more to. Yes. You're just joining us. And. Panopolis college essay questions are the same as last year. I don't know if that's been released already, but um, if, if that's true, then yes. Um, Chris Lean, just like social distancing, not putting deposits out of multiple colleges being considerate and is following the college's rules. No argument. Agreed. Um, but I don't know if that's necessarily, well, I won't judge. Okay. Um, I agree being considerate yeah i guess i mean it's, it might be considerate but i can see another side to that um okay and i saw on facebook that the colleges announced that they are the same this year okay yeah i mean i would go right to the common commonapp.org site and that's uh that's where i would go to, to make sure well unless facebook is linking to that you can't believe anything on facebook except pearl um, Christi Christina uh, Albano, a couple of schools my son applied to, we did not get around to visiting, but would consider reach schools. Do you have any suggestions with how to deal with choosing between the top two or three? Um, well, 
to me, it's all about outcomes. It's all about like talking to the career center and finding out like, you know, whatever your son's majoring in, um, how people did last year who graduated with that major the year before that type of thing. To me, that's where I start. It's not, of course, that's not the only consideration, but that's, uh, I think that's the most important thing to think about. Which brand name, this is Sean Garrett, which brand name colleges are most likely to offer lower aid packages in the coming years because of financial belt tightening as a result of this crisis? All yeah. of them. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I think, well, brand name meaning like, if you're talking about you know the elite, super elite, um, Ivy and Ivy caliber schools, they have huge endowments. I think if anything, they're gonna offer more money, you know, to compete with each other or, or the same. I don't think they're gonna offer less. But the schools that are not as heavily endowed, those are the ones that I expect to offer less. However, they know how to raise money. They know how to get, they, you know, so I'm not, I'm not sure if anything's going to change that way um, because they have investors. They can float bonds. And just the same way they can build a, a lazy river, or, you know, rock climbing or, or all these other amenities, they, they can raise money for aid too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why is he... Um, Case Western going test optional. Okay. Uh, and thank you. Okay. So she posted right from the common app. Exactly. Good. Um, Thanks, Ann. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gina can't watch live third grade homework online is killing me. Good. <laughs> Gina, I think you'll get to the fourth grade. Don't worry. Um, everything's gonna be fine. Just take a, take a deep, deep breath. We have high hopes for you, Gina. Yeah. Um, Tony, so this is a good time to ask colleges to reconsider aid, goose egg from her first choice. Yikes! It, it's hard. It's hard to get go from zero to anything, um, but I would still try. It's easier if they give you something, and you have uh, other colleges that are similar that have given you more. Yes. Um. All right, Alan. So Jack uh, took the SAT twice already. Now they may waive it. Well, it's still going to help if he did well. Uh, Mark Kuhn, what are your thoughts on two year? Um, community college, county college, community college, rather than four years school to start. I think everything should be on the table. Yep. That's a great idea for cost reasons. Um, might be a little disruptive socially, you know, just because if you're entering a school that doesn't have a robust transfer program, but right. you have to make your own decision. But there are many transfer schools that have huge transfer populations and then you have schools of equal caliber to those schools that maybe admit one or two transfers a whole year. So that is a topic of research unto itself that is that you have to look into. Make sure that the schools that have many transfers are the ones that you're shooting for. Hmm. Uh, let me just post this from Anne. I thought that was a good thing. This is the Common App essay prompts. Uh, okay. What are your thoughts? I did that one. All right. And Arnold, in light of financial crisis and concerns of students being so far away, do you see a trend towards students choosing in-state universities? Thanks for all you do. Uh, you're welcome. We see a lot of kids going to school and coming home all the time. I don't yeah. know. I mean, we have such a, it's very hard to extrapolate. You know, we, we have a couple hundred, you know, new clients a year and several hundred kind of active ones. It's still a very small uh, data sample. So, um, but we do see that. I, I feel like we see more kids coming home. Mm -hmm. Do you? Yes. I do see an increasing number of transfers, students who want to make a change for this reason or another, or simply stop in their tracks and come home to reassess all of it. 
Nicole Warner, how's that work with GPA? I'm not sure. Um, Meaning GPA and uh, no they go test pass, scores. They, or they go pass fail. Yeah. Right. They'll probably, yeah, I think it'll just be neutral. You'll get credit and yeah. it'll be right a non-effect. Yeah. Um, all right. John, the session is super helpful. Thank you, John. Do you know how the additional years of eligibility will impact spring sport athletes recruiting admissions? Yeah, I I um uh it's it's too early to say, but I think that's gonna be great um for obviously the kids who are in school already or or who've just committed but they haven't started college. Um, I don't know if it's going to hurt recruiting for kids who are younger because now they have, you know, more competition, I guess, already in college. So that's, if I had to guess, that would be, it would be slightly negative about that. I don't know. Uh, so, so time will tell. Um, hmm. Anyway, this is from Anine. Any thoughts on out-of-state student who already put deposit down on a state school being able to get better financially, did not get anything last month? I think state schools in general are just hard to get money from. Right. So, because they don't have it. It's got nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It's got everything to do with the, the states just not having money from their respective um, governments. Right. To be competitive. Um, all right, Chris. Regarding financial packages on average, how many... Back and forth negotiations happen with the college. It's basically one and done unless there's some egregious mistake. I can count on one hand. I mean, I may do a hundred of these types of negotiations a year. Um, maybe three of them go beyond one round if if we're just not getting through. Mm -hmm. You feel like that's right? Yep. Um, all right. Even if they decide to waive the SAT or ACT, don't you still need to take one if you're looking for merit aid? Or do you think they will consider dropping testing for merit aid as well? Shelly Dodd. Hello, Shelly. Um, I don't think they are dropping testing for merit aid. Yeah. I'd be shocked. It's possible. Listen, we had a client last year or two years ago, um, Gary, who was a, an athlete, and he got um, recruited. I don't know if his dad is watching, Jeff, um, but he got recruited and he got offered, um, I think they're D2, but he didn't get offered athletic money. He got offered merit money. And the coach was like, look, this is how much we can give you. But if you don't submit your scores, then we can offer you this much, which was more. Hmm. So it, it, it is possible. But I think it's, that's, that's an exception. Case by case basis. Yeah. That yeah. does sound sort of counterintuitive. Yeah. Um, Jeff, of course, the dad was so ethical. He said, no, I'll take the lower amount. Kidding. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Lori, I, I heard from another site that now because of COVID-19, Students will be more inclined to go to local state colleges instead of going away to college. Do you feel the same? Leaving more spots open for out-of-state colleges. I don't know. I think kids are so short-sighted <laughs> that, that they're still going to want to go. If I had to guess. I, what I will say just, and this is kind of a broad statement, yeah. that before this happened, you know, there were people who more theoretically questioned the value altogether of college. But now that this has happened, I think that people are really forced because of financial reasons and because the question of whether certain um, occupations are viable and are viable going forward, or is it worth this departure of, of a lot of money when people need to kind of recoil and hoard and save their resources? It definitely throws the value into question front and foremost and actually not just theoretically anymore. But even the experts are wrong half the time, minimum. Um, 
All right. Uh, will schools be up and running? I expect them to be, but we'll see. Right? Ever? In the fall. Uh, what about online colleges? This may be the new norm. Yeah, I, you know, it's. That I don't is, think that's what I was getting at. There yeah. may. There we'll see. People will consider other things going forward now that it's been I don't brought think that, to the forefront yeah. of the thoughts. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't think much is going to change that way. But, um, it, you know, and the technology, when we get to the point where you're like virtually in a classroom, like you, you know, you have these goofy headsets now, these VR things where you can like tour the Hindenburg and you can see, you know, it's like you're on the ship now, mm -hmm. those types of things. I think once we get that way with classrooms, um, then yeah, I think that'll be that'll be a lot more interesting um, and appetizing, if, you know, appealing. What are they doing with SATs from Andrea? Yeah, they're they're delaying them till June at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, coronavirus makes it hard when you're a, a day away. Yes, absolutely, it sure does. Yeah, um, forty percent according to Chris. Forty percent of kids come home after freshman year. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot. But we have seen this trend. It has yeah. been trending this yeah. way. It's true. Maybe it's just so nice to be out there in the Hamptons, you know. Um, all right. Where are we now? I agree. Okay. Uh, Laurie, you're, you are welcome. Thank you. And Trish, oh, good. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you are working. <laughs> but from your couch, I assume. Uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. Um, Good. All right, guys. So thanks a lot. Uh, we're, we've been on almost an hour, right? When do we start this? At 10? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this, this is great. So um, please share this with anyone you think could use this information. Um, please toggle whatever you have to toggle to be notified when we come on live. Do you know how to do that? Because I don't know how to do that. I'll, when you like the page, maybe if you like the page. We'll ask some of our Gen Xers who live well, here. I would like or, or rather, sorry, Gen Zs. <laughs> like the, um, yeah, just like the page and, and then you'll be able to join us next time. And definitely pay attention to our page for updates. As soon as we have them, we'll post them. When there was the question about the SAT, the March SAT, as soon as I knew what the story was or where you could check, I posted it. And I'll do the same as we get concrete information, more about student loans, parent loans, um, but stay calm everyone and stay in. Yeah, and well, and if you're not watching this live or if we couldn't, didn't get your questions, we're gonna try to um, get in here uh, later on today and answer the rest of them, okay? All right, guys, all right. Thank you all for joining us and have a great virus-free, quarantine, socially distanced day. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Andy Lockwood. Don't forget to visit our website, LockwoodCollegePrep.com, for some more free, valuable information on how you can multiply your chances of admission to your dream colleges and qualify for thousands or tens of thousands of dollars of fat, juicy scholarships along the way. Visit LockwoodCollegePrep.com for information on our free upcoming workshops and webinars and to download a copy of our number one best-selling book, How to Pay Wholesale for College. That's LockwoodCollegePrep.com. Bye-bye.